Hey y'all, welcome back again. We are at two, 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 uh, staring at my heart when I'm with you, and when we are apart, I feel it too. It's the only song I think of with two. I went to become one. Yeah. Those don't make any sense with this, but um, you're welcome for the entertainment. So, I, man, I have no idea how to tackle this. I really, really don't because for my entire, entire life, I have hated this team because I grew up in North Carolina before the Panthers. Um, everybody was either a Washington fan or they were a Dallas Cowboys fan. And the Dallas Cowboys fans were way more obnoxious than any other fans I ever came across. So I just decided to hate them. And then the Panthers became a team and I decided to be a team of them, um, a fan of them. And then I just had to deal with Cowboys fans for the rest of my time growing up. And I just hated it. But now with Twitter, everybody's fan base is terrible. Every single one. I, I Dude, I put this stuff out. And I get random fan bases being like, you should know more about this team. Like, you you got this wrong. You got this one small detail about this team wrong. Yo, not going to lie. I put, like, maybe two, three hours of research into each one of these. And it's really hard. It's really hard to do this. So if you want to come on and do 32 teams, 32 days, then be my guest. But if you're listening and you kind of are entertained a little bit and you learn something, then that's great too. Uh, but this team is the Dallas Cowboys and they are kind of becoming the team that represents everything I hate about lazy media. And, uh, and that just, uh, it sucks. It's a struggle, right? I've hated this whole team my entire life. And then they represent the opposite of lazy media. Or, like, they're the team that um, gets, like, dissected the most for small things. And you're like, what? what? Like, it doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so let me just kind of make it, let me just kind of make what I do very easy as far as I'm going to say something. I'm going to say it's very simple. It isn't. But I'm going to say it in its simplest form. What did you do last year? And did you get better or worse? right? That's kind of just the easiest logic possible. Just easiest logic possible. Were you good last year? Were you bad last year? Did you get better? Did you get worse? So let me go down my rankings. Also, these, for a lot of these have changed, and I kind of will tell you that as I go through them, because even at the simplest logic, I went so deep into them that I talked myself out of some teams. So Let's go, I'm going to do uh, 32 to uh, to 30, uh, to 3, and I'll tell you just in the simplest form why they are there. So my 32 is the Arizona Card- Cardinals. Uh, Kyler's hurt. They lost DeAndre Hopkins. Then I have the Indianapolis Colts. Taylor's on the pup. They lost Reich. They lost Stephon Gilmore. Uh, then the Las Vegas uh, Raiders. They lose Darren Waller, and they were already not very good. Then you got the New Orleans Saints. They were already really terrible, and they lost four players on their uh, their defensive line. They're, they got a year older, and they have a really terrible coach and quarterback. Uh, 28, 
you uh, get better because you're the Texans and the Texans were the second worst team. You become the fourth worst team. And because you had uh, some good rookies, maybe some breakouts, you um, uh, add Dalton Schultz and you get a new coach that I kind of like. So I have a 28, uh, 27, the Bears slightly better. They add DJ Moore. Uh, the 26, the Bucks. you get worse. You lose Brady. Evans actually might not play there anymore. Um, and you lost Gronk. You lost AB. You lose a lot, a lot of guys. So they're worse. Uh, the Lions, you lose Swift, Williams, uh, Hawkinson, DJ Chark. And you were, you were, you got, you got hot at the end of the year. You already weren't a very good team and you lose a lot of your guys and you're very, very dependent on rookies this year, which ain't great to be. I have the Rams kind of equal because you do lose uh, Jalen Ramsey, but you got, theoretically, you get Cup and Stafford back. You're kind of there. You're fun. You get like a lot of young guys. We'll see. 23, I have the Giants, which was stupid of me because they were a good team and they got better. So the very simplest form, I talked myself out of it and I shouldn't have because they are better and that would change my rankings. 22, you're pretty much equal. I mean, you get a new defensive coordinator. You get Bijan, but you're already a pretty good run team to begin with. You add people on defense, but a lot of those guys are really old. How do they mesh? I think they're about equal. I think that that 22 is good. I actually, when I redid my ranks, I have them closer to like middle of the pack. Um, I think I have them like 8 and 9 or 9 and 8. Um, uh, 21, it is the Vikings. You lose Adam Thielen and you lose Dalvin Cook. And you got a rookie coming in. I still love the coach. I still think you're going to be around middle of the pack. I would probably move you up a little bit in my final rankings. Uh, Packers, I guess you had 20. Um, you were 8 and 9. 20 is about right for 8 and 9 team in the in the East. And you lose Aaron Rodgers. That's about it. But you get your your receivers are a year older. Your offensive line's healthy. 20 is about right. Uh, 19, it is the Broncos. Um, you get another year of Wilson. That's probably a little high for them. I'll probably put them back a little bit. I probably had them back a little bit. But you get Sean Payton. He probably needs a little bit more than a year because it's basically the same roster. Um, 18, uh, the Browns are kind of just equal right where they were. Don't really do much of anything, honestly. You get Elijah Moore, but meh. Like, don't really do much of uh, anything that moves the needle. You lose Cremont, but yeah, he wasn't very good last year anyways. Uh, 17, the Pats. Uh, the Pats, I kind of just want to take Super Bowl coaches out of this because you never know. But you you upgrade the uh, O-line. You get Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, you get uh, a new offensive coordinator who's actually an offensive coordinator, and they were 8-9 last year, and they should have won a game against the Raiders that they were stupid through the ball backwards. Uh, and also, Mac Jones was they were they were in a quarterback um, in and out because uh, Mac Jones was hurt. Uh, so, Pats at sev- uh, seventeen, Commanders have them at sixteen. Uh, they got healthy. They add the enemy, kind of like the the um, Pats. You had a uh, OC that's really good. So, you rate eight and one. I got you at sixteen. That's about right. Uh, the Jags, I have them too low. They should be higher than fifteen. Um, they added Calvin Ridley and they were nine and eight and Trevor Lawrence is getting better and they have Doug Peterson, which I really like. So I had, I should, I had them higher up in my final rankings, uh, 14 Titans. They were the most injured team in the league last year. And before that, they were the most injured team in the league. So, uh, they get healthy. They add DeAndre Hopkins. They went from uh, seven wins. I have them at 11 wins this year. They're 14, uh, Panthers. They, I mean, I don't want to go beyond all, 
the whole list of things that they've done. They got a new quarterback. They had a new running back. They got two new receivers. They had a new safety. They got um, Justin Houston. They got a whole new coaching staff. That's elite coaching staff. They were 7-10 and 10 last year. They're going to be better than 7-10. and 10. People saying that they're bad is stupid. Um, the Seahawks. It's mostly because it's getting older. There was a young, young team last year. It was Jalen Hurts. I mean, it was um, uh, Geno Smith's first game back, uh, uh, season back in a while. They were good. They lost some games early. And as the year went on, they started winning again because those guys got reps. They have a really, really good, fun roster. And they got uh, probably the best receiver in the draft. Chargers, they're about equal. They're 11. They didn't really do anything. Uh, They got a new receiver, but they have a new offensive coordinator. but I don't know. We'll see. They, they're the Chargers. They do. They're kind of right, right there every year. Uh, the Ravens. Who knows? I don't really know. They got a new offensive coordinator, which I don't really think fits with Lamar because they wanted to do more spread offense, but he doesn't really throw the ball that well. They kind of should run the ball more. Uh, OBJ gave him fifteen million dollars. He's thirty years old. He's coming off ACL tear. Uh, who knows? Um, they're, they're well coached, so they're going to be good. They're going to have a good defense. So 10 is about right. Uh, nine, Dolphins, you were 9-8. and eight. Tua was out a lot of the year. You had Ramsey, and uh, hopefully Tua is healthy. Um, so you'll get better. Uh, Bills, you're about equal. Nothing really happened. You lost Edmonds. I mean, you lost people on your defense, but um, I don't know. You lost some slot receivers. You lost uh, uh, your running back. You're kind of like the same spot as the Lions, except you didn't lose as many people. Like. You lost Singletary, but you got James Cook, who was there last year, but maybe he breaks out a little bit more this year. We'll see. Uh, the Bills at eight, Jets at seven. Uh, your young guys are your older, probably the best uh, front, one of the best front sevens in the league. Uh, you add Aaron Rodgers, you add uh, Michael Hardman, Alan Lazard. Um, yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty good. Mosley's healthy. Um, pretty good, pretty good team right there. Hopefully your offensive line starts getting it in because Beckton, I think was hurt last year and, um, Barrett Tucker was hurt last year. So at six, you have the 49ers. Yeah, they're about kind of the same as they were last year. Let's see, um, them play like a real schedule and not like that easy thing they played, uh, last year. And then you burnt, uh, Purdy's coming off of surgery. Uh, let's see if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy all year. We'll see. Uh, Kittle is pretty old now. I mean, he's, I think, 31, 30 or 31. Uh, we'll see. But six is about right. Um, they lost in the um, – the uh, they were what, top, top four last year. Six is about right. Uh, five, you have the Bengals. Uh, they lost – they were in the finals last year. They lost both their safeties. Uh, we'll see. Uh, T. Higgins needs a contract. Burrow needs a contract. Chase needs a contract. Mixon's a year older. They don't really have any, anybody – kind of behind them. So um, five is about right. Uh, four, I had the Eagles. Eagles were one of the best rockers in the league last year. They lost a, a lineman. They lost Hargrave. They lost Gardner Johnson. They lost Sue. They lost uh, Limbaugh Joseph. Their running defense is very suspect to me. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, so I got a minus just two spots from, I guess they were two last year. Uh, three, I have the Steelers. I don't want to go through everybody they added. If you listen to the last episode, they added a lot of people because they're going for it this year. Um, so I like them a lot. They're 98 last year and they're going to second year quarterback. You know how I like quarterbacks going into their second year. Um, not only that, but I like receivers going their second year, Pickens, you get it. Um, and then now at two, I have the Cowboys. So they get better. 
they probably with a twelve and five last year, and they get better. They get a, um, a Stephen Gilmore, who four years ago was Defensive Player of the Year, who was really good on the Colts last year. And you get Brandon Cooks, who has been a thousand yard receiver almost every full season he's played. He's had, I think, three seasons where he played uh, ten games or less, and those were the years that he didn't have a thousand yards. But I think he's, I think, six out of nine years he's played. So. You didn't really lose anybody, so you get healthy because Dak missed four games. Uh, Steele missed six games. Um, and you add two really, really good players in, in areas of importance for you. Whew, that was a lot of talking. I hope you're still following along because I didn't realize it was going to take that long. Sorry, I'm going to take a little sip. So I've set the stage, right? Either if you get if you're the same team and you get worse, you're probably gonna be lower. If you're the same team and you get better, you're probably gonna be higher. Uh, for me, a lot more like I said, a lot more goes into it, but that's kind of the basis of it. So let's go just because I've spent a lot of time on that. Let's go straight into the PFF grades. We have Dallas has O line at sixth, D line at eighth, secondary at sixth, and I don't usually do this, but let me just keep going with the other grades because um i think that it gets lost with the cowboys of how good they are because of narratives so pff has the uh qb at 10th the receiving core at sixth and the running back at 10th so everywhere everywhere pff is saying that the cowboys are top 10 everywhere Everywhere. So, and let's go to, I mean, and, and even like Mark, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, out of 15 seasons that he's been a head coach, has been a, a winning coach 12 seasons. Not nine of them, 10 of them, at least 10 win seasons. That is 10 out of 15 years. He's had at least 10 wins. I don't know. If, I don't think. Panthers haven't had 10, 10, 10 win seasons in the last since they were they've been no way, yeah. They've had 10 win seasons since they've been a team. Not even close. I, I mean I look it up, but I don't know if they have five. Uh so McCarthy having 10 seasons that he's coaching have has 10 win seasons is uh Pretty good. Only three losing seasons, and I'm assuming I didn't go deep in, into it because I only had but so much time. I'm assuming those had a lot to do with with health. I don't know if you can find me almost any coach that hasn't had oh well, Tomlin, I guess, but apparently they're going to have a losing season this year, which is stupid. Um, yeah. So they're, they said they're top ten everywhere. Now, I let me go and do the schedule. I don't. I think the schedule is a little unimportant. Because I think everybody knows the Cowboys because we see them on TV all the time. But let's go through it. Uh, they had uh, Tampa Bay. They lost uh, at home 19-3. They went against Cincinnati. Oh, that seems like a good team, right? Uh, at Giants. Oh, they were a good team last year, right? Uh, they uh, won at home against Washington. At the Rams. Uh, they lose at Philly. Um, they beat Detroit at home. They uh, beat the Bears at home. They lose by three at Green Bay. They uh, win at Minnesota, 40-43. to 
They beat the Giants 28-20. They beat the uh, Colts 54-19. They beat Houston uh, 27-23. I remember that game. I remember it being like, wow, are they going to lose to Houston? Uh, they lose at Jacksonville 40-34. That's when Jacksonville went on their really uh, hot run. They beat the Eagles 40-34. Granted, that was a Minshew game. They beat the um, Titans 27-13. And then they lose to the Commanders 26-6. They didn't need to win that game anyways. They would have been the five seed regardless. Um, so they end up at 12-5. and um, And uh, Dak Prescott breaks his thumb, misses four games. Terrence Steele, who is their right tackle, misses six games. They just uh, they were just kind of like guys in and out of lineup. They've had some health problems a lot. Uh, um, uh, Tyron Smith uh, missed a lot of games uh, when he was there. Um, they've, so they've had guys in and out of their offensive line, which I think kind of makes them better going forward because they dealt with it. They don't have to worry about the, the injury. Um, so I kind of want to talk about the narrative behind. So Dak Prescott, he uh, is out for four games. He comes back and loses to Philly 26-17. And he's kind of seen as he's the problem. And, and, and so a lot of it is based on the interceptions that he threw last year, which is not consistent with his career. But a lot of those interceptions, I'm sure that you know this in your heart of hearts, you, if you watch the games, a lot of them were on the receiver. The receiver just, a lot of them would like, the receiver would catch, like hit it and it would go pop up in the air and they would intercept it. A lot of those interceptions weren't on Dak. But, so Dak finished the year with a 23 touchdown and 15 interceptions, which is a lot. He broke his thumb. So, uh, Rogers, Aaron Rodgers also broke his thumb. And he threw 26 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions. But we think that Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets and they're a Super Bowl contender. Nobody's saying anything about the interceptions that he's, he's thrown. Ah, broke his thumb. That's why. What? <laughs> he, so Dak breaks his thumb and, ah, man, he can't. He's, he's, he's like, he's losing it. Dude went 12 and 5. Aaron Rodgers went 8 and 9. 23 touchdowns, 26 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, 12 interceptions. I don't know, man. That seems pretty close. Pretty close to each other. Derek Carr. The Saints won seven games last year, lost four, four players on their defensive line. Derek Carr had 20, was 24th last year in passer rating. He threw 24 touchdown passes and 14 interceptions. 24 and 14 for Derek Carr. 23 and 15 for Dak. The, the Saints are projected nine and a half wins. They, say, they are saying that Derek Carr adds two and a half wins. He threw 24 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. That's the narrative behind Derek Carr. Derek Carr, who's had two winning seasons ever and made the playoffs once in nine years. He makes the Saints, everybody, the Saints are amazing because they had Derek Carr, even though they lose uh, four players in the front seven. And they lose uh, Roby, who was their uh, nickel corner. But he makes them two and a half wins better. Uh, Dak throws one less touchdown and one more interception. Ah, they were 12 and 5, 12 and 5, got players, 
and now they're projected 10 and a half wins. So Dak being terrible last year, and I guess can still regress, means that they'll lose a, a game and a half. But Carr being terrible last year means the Saints gain a, a game, game and a half. And I know what people are probably saying. They're probably saying that schedule, 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 schedule. So let's, let's look at the, the, the playoff teams that, that they played last year. So they played Tampa Bay. They played Cincinnati. They played the Giants. They played the Eagles. They played the Vikings. They played the Giants. They played Jacksonville. They played Philly. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight playoff teams. And everybody's telling me that Detroit's going to be amazing this year. They played them. I mean, I I got a Tennessee being better this year. I got Washington. They were eight, eight, and one. They had to play them twice. They were twelve and five. This year, from last year, the, the teams that they played, they were playoff teams. You got the Giants. You got the Niners. You got the Chargers. You got the uh, Eagles. You got the Giants again. You have the Seahawks. You have the Eagles, you have the Bills, and you have Miami. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you played nine playoff teams from last year this year, and you played eight last year. I don't, I mean, I don't see the schedule difference at all. I mean, you still got Detroit again. You got Detroit last year. Are they better? I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't see a big difference in your schedule from last year to this year. So I do have you losing one more game though, just because I think that some teams are better. I also think that some teams are worse. So let's go through this year's schedule just to make it all even out. You're at Giants. I actually have that as a loss. Just because I I think that the Giants are just so physical on defense. And I know so are the um, uh, the uh, Cowboys. I just think that the Giants lost two close ones to the, the Cowboys last year. And I think they're it's in New York. And I think they're just coming ready to play. So I have the Giants getting some revenge, winning. You're at home against the Jets. I have that as a, uh, a win. I have you at Arizona. That's a win. I have you at home against New England. That's a win. I have you going to San Francisco. And I have that as a loss. But I may change that to a win because their offensive line is really, really bad. And and Purdy is kind of – actually, I think I'm going to change that to a, a win because uh, Purdy is just coming off surgery. He hasn't really had a full offseason to uh, practice. I think that you can scheme around where they're, they're strong um, on defense. Their corners are new. Uh, not their whole all corners, but some of their corners are new. Uh, I, I think that that's going to be a win, actually, at San Francisco. And then you're away, away. You're going to Chargers. Uh, Monday Night Football, I have you losing the Chargers. Then you're on a bye. Then you come back. You get um, uh, Rams at home. Have you winning that? Then you go to Philly. I have that as a loss because I think you're going to split with them. You get Giants revenge. You win. You go to Carolina. I have that as a win, which I think that might be a close game. Short week, but you get uh, uh, Thursday Night Football at home. Uh, and then you get – so against Washington, I have that as a win. And you get Thursday night football again at home. And you have Seahawks coming to you on a short week. I have that as a win. Yeah, that's a lucky schedule break. You have Philly at home. I have that as a win. Buffalo on the road. I have that as a loss. Buffalo is going to need that win really, really bad. Uh, you go to Miami. Um, you need wins because you want 
the number one seed. Uh, then you get Detroit at home. There's no way that Detroit's going to be able to run the ball against you. And you're going to just, just, you're just going to get points after points after points like you did last year against them because their defense is bad. And then you're at Washington. That game's not going to matter. So I had that as a loss because you're going to rest your guys. So I had you at 11 and 6, but I think I'm going to change that San Francisco because. I just don't think that they're going to be able to do anything against your defense. Even though it's at San Francisco, I just don't, and I don't think they'll be able to score because I don't think that Purdy's going to be in rhythm yet. And I also just don't really trust Purdy yet. I need to see a little bit more, which I know that's what everybody says, but I, I went over, if you want to go back and listen to my San Francisco um, pod, they had a really, really easy schedule uh, down the stretch. So uh, let's do what we normally do before we get back on my rants. So we have the Cowboys. They lose McGovern. They lose Schultz. They lose Zeke. Uh, and they lose Brown. I guess Schultz is the only one that I would really be concerned about. Zeke was is a shell of himself last year. Schultz, but Schultz was banged up last year. So you've dealt with it already. So not a huge deal. Ferguson looks pretty good. And then your draft... I kind of admire the way the Cowboys draft because it doesn't make any sense the way they drafted. Because if you're going for it, you're supposed to get guys that you can go for it with. So they get a deep defensive tackle in the first round. Never, not going to be able to help you at all this year because he's it's a, it's a rookie a defensive tackle. They're not big enough yet. Uh, then you get a tight end in an area where you already have a pretty good tight end. So that doesn't really make a lot of sense. But you want to run the ball, so maybe you do a lot of more two t- tight end sets. Um, and then you get an inside linebacker, which also really doesn't make a ton of sense, but I, I don't know. Um, and then you get an end of the fourth and an alignment in the fifth. Like, it just doesn't make a lot like, meh, fine. It's a meh draft. But you don't need it. I mean, your team is freaking loaded. So Dak is, a, uh, I think, a two-time Pro Bowler. But he, of course... It breaks his thumb, so he doesn't make a Pro Bowl this year, even though if you look at advanced metrics, he did, he's a pretty good player last year. Um, so your Pro Bowlers last year, you have seven, which is a lot. Panthers had one, I believe. Then we have, well, we have two. Our punter might have been uh, our punter. Uh, but you had three on offense, three at defense, and you had your returner in uh, Turpin. Um, so, so, yeah, your three were CD, Pollard. And Martin, and then your defensive ones were um, uh, Parsons, Lawrence, and Trayvon Diggs. And two of them, I think, were all pros. Uh, I think CD was an all pro, and I think uh, Parsons was an all pro. And then you're, you're adding two really good players. So PFF has Stefan Gilmore as the sixth best, best corner in the league. So you add the sixth best corner of the league. And they have Trayvon Diggs as the eighth best corner of the league. So two of the top four corners in the league are on your team. That's pretty good. Uh, and then you get really good pass rushers in Armstead. Uh, Arm, not they have Armstrong, but I'm talking about Parsons and Lawrence. And then you have one of the best receivers in the league, one of the best running backs in the league, and in my let's just say above average quarterback. Even though he had the same stats as Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is elite and going to take the Jets to the playoffs, and Dak is going to regress, I guess. Also, um, Justin Herbert uh, was 25 uh, touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Oh, but he broke his ribs. Oh, Dak 
broke his thumb. Aaron Rodgers broke his. That's what happens. So let's let's so let's keep going. Let's go. Let's keep on going on the uh, injury train, right? So the injury train, because we're saying that ah, you know, Dak can't win the big game. Can't win the big game. I'll come back to the win the big game thing. Um, so let's see what uh, what happened last year. So the the Chargers lost Mike Williams for their their game, and the Chargers Chargers lost that game. I don't, I don't think I heard anybody saying, "Ah, oh, Herbert can't win the big game." Mike Williams was out. He was injured this year. That's what happened. There's a but Mike Williams was out. It's not like that. They just kind of let. They just couldn't score anything in the second half, and they just kind of let the Jags come back. Dolphins lost by three to the Bills. Oh, yeah, but Tua. Tua was hurt. If Tua was there, it would be fine. Okay. Well, Dak showed up. What? And also, like, so then why do we care about the Bills? Bills had a home game, almost lost to Skylar Thompson. So, but the Bills... Bills have the uh, third best odds, second best, third best odds to win the Super Bowl. They almost lost to Skylar Thompson. Or is it Thomas? That's Thompson. I'm pretty sure it's Thompson. I'm pretty sure it's Thompson. So, but yeah, Bills are, Bills are the elite team. Oh, the Ravens. The Ravens were this close to beating the Bengals with, with Huntley. Because Lamar Jackson was out. Well, Lamar Jackson was out. If he played, well, he hadn't played the last two years coming down the stretch. But we're, we're saying the, the Ravens, the Ravens are a top 10 team to to, make, to win the Super Bowl. And we're saying that the that even though the Bengals almost lost that, that game, they're the, they have the sixth best odds to win the Super Bowl. They almost lost Tyler Huntley. Dak loses Pollard, one of his best players. Pro Bowler. Dak can't get it done. He loses by seven points. Seven points to your uh, Bills and Niners have this uh, third best odds to win the Super Bowl. By seven points without Tony Pollard. In in San Francisco. Uh, Dak, Dak can't get it done. Didn't have a Pro Bowler. Uh, Herbert's going to be fine. He didn't have Mike Williams. It's it's just like the logic that we have that we're still going to say Herbert is phenomenal. He had 25 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Dak had 23 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. I know the interception is kind of a, like a like a big difference. The touchdowns are about the same. <laughs> like, oh, he played with broken ribs. Oh, well, Dak broke his thumb. Well, thumb and ribs are different. Okay, well, Aaron Rodgers is going to go win a Super Bowl for the Jets, but he threw 20, <laughs> 26 and two, 12. 12 interceptions. I don't know, man. Well, he didn't have Devontae Adams. Oh, he, he's not going to have Devontae Adams in the Jets either. Well, he's got Gary Wilson, second year breakout. Okay, all right, sure. I mean, I, that's a, I mean, I like Gary Wilson. I do. I, I don't mean that to be sarcastic, even though it was. So, it's, I just don't, I hate what we're starting to do with Dak. And it's not like I'm saying that Dak is Herbert. And I'm not saying that he is Rodgers. It is, what I'm saying is, when I ask 
why don't you like Dak? Uh, he always throws interceptions. Well, no, he doesn't always throw interceptions. He really doesn't. He did last year. Did you watch all the interceptions? I think I counted like seven that were his fault. Like half of them. It was really, really bad luck. And I hate that I'm defending Dak or the Cowboys. And let's just look at Dak's record uh, since he's come to the league. Um, he is 13-3, and 9-7, and 10-6, and 8-8. Eight and eight. He got hurt in 2020, 2020, and then he was 12 and five, and then he when he was eight and four last year when he played. So he's been 500 better every single year he's played. But he's bad. He's a bad quarterback. That's a long time. Derek Carr played this many years. He's had two winning seasons, and he's adding two and a half wins to the Saints. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. All right, so let's go into why I think they're good. Wow, it's already a lot of time I spent the Cowboys. I'm sorry, I just had so much to say. And then my second-ranked team, so let me get to one more point. So I know last time you're probably wondering, wow, Alex, this is your number one seed. This is obviously my Super Bowl pick because you said last time that you had to have a quarterback on his team for, you know, a rookie contract or has only been with the team like two or three years. That is true most of the time, a lot of the time. But there is exceptions, and they all have the same sort of way that they are, the way that they're built. So I found the um, the Justin Tuck and Michael Strahan, Strahan Giants, the Terrell Suggs and Ray Lewis uh, Ravens, 2012, and the Sap Rice Tampa Bay Bucks. So that they had Joe Flacco, Brad Johnson, and Eli Manning. Eli Manning, I think, is better than Dak. I don't think Flacco or Brad Johnson were. Brad Johnson went to a Pro Bowl, but Dak stood in the Pro Bowls. Both, all of them had the same sort of way about them. They had elite pass rushers, a very good defense, probably the best defense in the league for all, all three of them. An elite, elite pass rushers. Well, I would say Parsons might go, might be the best pass rusher in the league. I think he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer eventually. And they have Dexter Lawrence, who is one of the best pass rushers in the league. So they fit that timeline. So let's do the two years uh, before they win the Super Bowl. Giants, they were 11-5, and five, lost in the wild card. And then the year before, they were 8-8, eight and eight, lost in the wild card, then won the Super Bowl at 10-6. The uh, Ravens. They lost in the divisional round. They were 12 and 4. They lost in the conference championship. They were 12 and 4. They won a Super Bowl, 10 and 6. 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 10 and 6, win Super Bowl. Cowboys 12 and 5, 12 and 5. Uh, Tampa Bay, they lost wild card, 10 and 6. Lost wild card, 9 and 7, won Super Bowl. The Cowboys. Lost wild card, 12 and 5. Lost division, 12 and 5. So there are outliers, and they also have the, the exact same way that they won. So it looks like, I would say 80 to 90% of the time, you need to have a, a, a quarterback that is just either ju- like just started on their team, and other coaches don't have tape on them with that system. Or enough tape on them so they could not catch you off guard, but they 
you don't you haven't seen it enough, and you can just kind of put a string of games together. That's uh, uh, Brady and Bucks, uh, Stafford in the uh, Rams, um, Kurt Warner at the Cardinals. Uh, those kind of things with the older people, and then the 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 younger guys when they're on rookie deals. Um, so that's probably 80, 90% of the way. And the other one is, yeah, vet, really good pass rushers, and then pretty good quarterbacks. And that's how you win on the other 10, 10 to 20% of the time. And I think that's what the Cowboys have. I don't have them winning the Super Bowl, but they're my second favorite. And they, if you want to bet it, they are going at plus 1500 when you have the Eagles, which has in the last 50 years, there's only been one team to lose the Super Bowl and then win the Super Bowl. And that was the New English, the New England Patriots. So if your name ain't Tom Brady, you've never, well, in the last 50 years, because they're like for like the first four or five Super Bowls, they, they did that because there's only like what, eight teams or something like that. They, yeah. Um, but in the last 50 years, only one team has lost the Super Bowl and then won the next year. And Eagles are plus 7,500. And you can get uh, Cowboys for double those odds, which are way more likely to happen as far as what the data tells us. So that's kind of all I got. I have way more I could talk about. My overall point is that the Cowboys are good. Dak is good. We don't need to overanalyze these people if we're not going to do it for every other team. I know it's good. It's fun to pick on the Cowboys. I've done it my entire life. I've loved that they haven't won a Super Bowl in the last, what, 30, 38, no, 28 years, something like that. Yeah, 28 years. I love that. I love that. But, man, you, we I'm okay with making fun of them if the argument makes sense. But don't just make fun of them just to because you hate them. Because it doesn't make sense if you're going to say this about them, but you're not going to say it about Herbert or Rodgers or even Tom Brady last year. Tom Brady stunk last year. Well, you know what? He lost his whole offensive line. He lost Gronk. He lost uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, Chris Godwin was coming off his ACL tear. That'll that'll do it, man. It's not just the quarterback. <laughs> You got to get lucky a little bit too, but that's it, man. We have gone uh, a long, long time, but I hope they was still entertaining. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, blah, 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 all that good stuff. All right. That's Cowboys at two. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. bye, 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 bye.